0: Hey, good evening, and welcome to another JerryFarney.com podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Farney. Uh, Last week, I wasn't online much. I had a little bit of a mishap, which kind of took me out of commission, and looks like it's going to sideline me for the next two to four months. Uh, but at least I can get this podcast in and uh, do a little writing from my couch over the next few weeks. Tonight, I wanted to talk about uh, radio frequency identification, or RFID. I am uh, a big fan of RFID. If you've read my site, then you know that. Uh, RFID is not necessarily designed to replace barcode scanning technology in healthcare, but it can certainly complement uh, barcode scanning in healthcare, especially in certain niche areas, which I will talk a little bit about. Uh, For those of you unfamiliar uh, with radio frequency identification, uh, it's basically a technology that incorporates the use of electromagnetic or electrostatic coupling uh, in the uh, radio frequency portion of the electromagnetic spectrum. So what you've got is you've got this this huge range of radio frequencies, and there's there's low frequency and high frequency and and ultra-high frequency. I believe the most commonly used uh, frequency band in healthcare is the ultra-high frequency which covers a range of you know, 300 megahertz to about 3 gigahertz. And uh, I believe the current standard is the, the Gen 2 uh, standard for RFID, and that, that uses anywhere from 860 to 960 megahertz band. I spoke to some vendors in this area, and uh, they're using a 915 megahertz range. Ultra high frequency RFID is used in a variety of applications, uh, you know, ranging anywhere from retail inventory management uh, to to some pharmaceutical, anti-counterfeiting, wireless device configuration, uh, etc. And I I believe the the UHF frequency is is currently regulated by a single global standard, which is called the uh, ECP Global Gen 2. It's it's ISO 18000-6C. Kind of boring stuff, but important to somebody, I'm sure. You know, and the advantage of using the uh, that, that UHF range is that uh, you do have that single standard. The range and the speed is is much better than that of the high frequency. And in general, the, the labels and the tags uh, are much less expensive than the high frequency and the low frequency RFID ranges. For the most part, uh, radio frequency identification is similar to barcoding in that you need a tag. You know, the, the tag is, is similar to a barcode tag. Bar, with barcoding, you have the, uh, the physical barcode label with an RFID. It's, it's made up of an RFID, RFID chip and an antenna. And you also have a reader, very similar to a barcode scanning reader. Now, with uh, most applications in healthcare, you're using uh, what's called a passive tag. And, and basically, with a passive tag, uh, the reader and the, the reader antenna sends a radio signal to the tag Then the RFID tag uses the uh, transmitted signal to to power on uh, and basically uh, reflect the energy back to the reader, and the reader receives that information much like a a barcode scan. While it's clear that uh, barcode scanning technology has been what has caught on in healthcare, and a lot of that has to do with um, the infrastructure and the fact that the FDA has required barcoding on drugs. So barcode scanning has become uh, pretty much the standard in healthcare in, in pharmacies uh, as well as barcode scanning uh, at the patient's bedside. Uh, but RFID technology has caught on in a couple of niche areas. And I wanted to talk about those niche areas a little bit tonight. The two areas that I specifically wanted to mention are medication tray management and refrigerated medications. Those seem to be the two areas in pharmacy where RFID technology is catching on. I think there are some other areas where it might find a nice niche. But so far, um, pretty much what I've seen is is medication tray management uh, and refrigerated consignment medications. The two companies that I know of that are doing uh, consignment uh, medication management via refrigerated RFID systems are are Cardinal, uh, the big giant wholesaler, and uh, FFF. Both Cardinal and FFF Enterprises utilize RFID-enabled refrigerators to manage uh, very expensive medications, you know, biopharmaceuticals, uh, plasma products like albumin, IVIG, coagulation products uh, such as any type of factor, antivenin, vaccines, things like that. Both companies utilize a consignment model where they deliver the uh, refrigerated units; they stock the refrigerator with the inventory you've requested. They monitor that inventory in real time, and they replace it as you use it. The Cardinal refrigerators, I believe, are supplied by Terso. Turso is a company out of uh, Wisconsin. They do a lot of RFID things, most notably refrigerators for uh, laboratory companies. I had a chance to visit with uh, the Turso folks several years ago have a really neat little R&D facility in Wisconsin, and had a chance to see their refrigerators, their um, room temperature cabinets. Uh, they, even, they even built an RFID-enabled uh, room for a university to manage all of their uh, research samples. FFF Enterprises, on the other hand, I believe are using refrigerators that are Uh, provided by MEPS Real-Time down in Carlsbad, California. I also had an opportunity to visit with uh, MEPS some time ago and they have a a very interesting production setup uh, for their refrigerators as well as controlled temperature cabinets which would be room temperature cabinets. Both systems function in a very similar way. Items are RFID tagged prior to being put in the refrigerated units. The tags include information that link back to the product, the lot number, and the expiration date. Both systems utilize uh, real-time temperature monitoring as well as real-time product monitoring. So at any time, you can log into the systems and you can see. So not only can you see what products are in the refrigerators, but you can also see what the lot numbers and expiration dates are. You can see who's been in and out of the refrigerators and so on. The second area where I see a lot of growth potential in healthcare is with the management of medication trays. Um, for those of you who, who don't know, medication trays is just a very generic term that pharmacies use for everything from a code tray, a transport tray, a transport box, uh, intubation kits, uh, you name it. It can be a bag, it can be a box, can be a tray, it can be pretty much anything. And RFID technology seems to have caught on a little bit in this area. In fact, over the past year, I I think I've come across more hospitals that are using RFID technology to manage their trays than than I've seen in the previous five years combined. The two systems that I know about uh, that use RFID technology to manage uh, medication trays are the IntelliGuard system uh, by MEPS Real Time. They have a kit and tray management system, and then there's also a product uh, by KitCheck, which is called KitCheck. And both of these systems um, have similarities, uh, but they also have some slight differences, some little nuances in the way that they do things. For example, I know that uh, MEPS uses a slightly smaller tag than KitCheck. And on the flip side, I know that KitCheck encodes their tags in a slightly different manner than MEPS. So even though they do the same thing, they have slightly different approaches. So the nuts and bolts of both systems are as follows uh you receive product from your wholesaler you get a bunch of rfid tags and you place those tags on the products now remember that these are a very limited formulary uh items that go in medication trays i'd say anywhere from 20 to 40 drugs i don't know I, i personally have never seen any trays that have more than that in them so you have a very limited formulary anyway you receive those items from your wholesaler you take them and you tag them with an rfid tag Uh, In the case of KitCheck, KitCheck encodes the information prior to tagging the items and on the flip side of that, uh, MEPS, uh, Kit and Tray Management System encodes the tags after the items have been tagged. So slightly different approach. Regardless, it's uh, similar to the consignment refrigeration RFID systems in that the information encoded in the tag contains uh, various pieces of information, such as the item, the lot number, and the expiration date. And, and that's one of the things that I think is an advantage of RFID technology is that you can encode more information in those tags, such as lot number and expiration date. Once items have been tagged and encoded, whether you do it uh, via the MEPS way or you do it uh, via the Kitschek way, the items are placed in trays. The trays are placed into a reader. The reader, to me, looks like a, a small dorm size refrigerator. Uh, a box, if you will, uh, a giant cube. And they're placed in there. uh, The items, the trays are scanned. Once the trays are scanned, it can tell you uh, what items are in the trays, what items are missing from the tray, what items are nearing expiration date, what items could possibly be expired. The things it can't tell you is it can't tell you if something's been used and, and set back in the tray, and the other thing it can't tell you is exactly where in the tray the item goes. So remember, when it's reading the information, it can only tell you what's in the contained area. It can't tell you specifically within that contained area where the item is. So once the the box, the cube, the reader uh, identifies the missing items, uh, the items are replaced, the technician grabs the items that they need, they place it back in the tray, they stick the tray back in the reader, and the reader gives them, uh, you know, basically another green light or a red light, either it's not correct or it is correct. Once it's correct, it can be verified by a pharmacist, or perhaps not, uh, depending on the state uh, you work in or uh, if you have tech, tech, tech in place or, or whatever the case may be. And then the tray is, is placed on the, uh, on the shelf and it's ready to go. And this kind of goes on over and over and over. And the big difference between using an RFID enabled uh, medication uh, tray management system and doing it the old fashioned way is that the old fashioned way, you're relying on a technician to uh, take a look at the tray and identify items that have been used uh, and then they have to remove those items uh, or if they're missing replace those items and then the pharmacist takes the tray and they look over it and, and they check it. Now I've done a lot of tray checking in my time and it's, it's very cumbersome. It's very prone to error as I think this is an area where RFID technology can definitely be an advantage. I think it's especially advantageous when you have medication trays that do have you know 20, 30, 40 drugs in them uh, or some trays that may have uh you know, 20 items, 20 line items in them, but 10 of each. I mean, it gets, it gets really messy in those trays. Actually, the bigger problem I have with the trays is that the trays themselves, to me, they're kind of a dirty, filthy mess. That's the problem I have with them. Uh, anyway, that kind of got sidetracked there for a second. Those are two areas in pharmacy where I, I think RFID technology makes sense, and I believe that it's catching on. People are actually starting to think about it. They're actually starting to utilize it a little bit. You have the consignment refrigeration, which makes a lot of sense to me. It's actually a no brainer for the pharmacy, in my opinion, because you really have nothing to lose. Uh, everything is is with the wholesaler, FFF Enterprises and Cardinal. They're actually taking on all of the risk here. And then with, with medication trade management, I think it makes sense in certain instances. A couple other areas where I think RFID technology uh, makes a lot of sense, and I and I haven't seen much of this. But one area in particular is, for example, with um, IV room technology. I think some of the IV room technology systems could benefit from uh, RFID, uh, radio frequency tags. Obviously, not every type of sterile compound needs to have RFID technology. But possibly in the high risk, such as chemotherapy, I think using RFID technology to build kits and verify that you have everything you need might be a way to go. You know, for example, if you have to do a, um, you know, let's say you're doing a cisplat, and you need, uh, you know, two vials of cisplat. You need a 50, and you need a, you know, a hundred, and you need a bag of normal saline. Say all those items are tagged. You throw them into a bin. Uh, the reader says, yeah, you have everything that you need. In fact, you're good to go. Then I think that might be a, an area where RFID technology makes sense. Now, does it make sense when you're making a, a, a you know, 750 milligram bencomycin? No. But it might make sense where doing something completely wrong uh, could cause somebody uh, significant harm. And the other area where I think RFID technology might come in handy is the management and tracking of IV room samples, tests, that kind of thing. You know, I know when I, uh, when I have to do my quarterly or yearly or bi-yearly test, the fingertip test or the compounding test, those items get stuck in an incubator. And then you have to rely on somebody to basically look at them every day I think it would be nice to have an RFID enabled system where you tag those with an RFID tag. You can ping the refrigerator, you can see which ones are due, which ones have expired, you know that type of thing. I think those are two areas that might also benefit from RFID technology. And they actually seem like a simple extension of some of the RFID technologies that are there or some other technologies that are already in existence. For example, the semi-automated systems that are currently used in the IV room. I mean, adding RFID technology for a high-risk compounding, you know, hazardous uh dosages. Just seems like an extension of an existing system. Doesn't seem like it would it would take that much effort. But then again, what do I know? That's really about all I had to say uh, on the subject of RFID uh technologies. Just thought it was interesting that uh the more pharmacies I look at these days, I'm starting to see it used more and more. Do I ever think it'll take over barcoding? Certainly not. Uh, not in my lifetime anyway uh barcoding is pretty much entrenched. I think the next battle for uh hospitals in terms of identification will be the use of of 2D barcoding or more advanced barcoding technologies. I think we're headed that way, especially with the track and trace uh regulation that that's currently on the market. So I do think RFID has a couple of good niches and those two niches I've already mentioned. I would like to see some more development in this area uh certainly. And if you have uh, any comments uh or you have any suggestions, or if you know of any other systems that are being used. Currently, I only know of two companies that are using RFID-enabled refrigeration, and that is Cardinal and FFF Enterprises. And I only know of two companies that are currently using RFID technology for medication tray management, and that is KitCheck and uh, MEPS Real Time. So, if you know of anybody else, uh, please feel free to shoot me an email at uh, jerry at jerryfarney.com or feel free to leave it in the comments section. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great night. Bye-bye.